0: you experience
1: we're back with another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 367, a.k.a. Year 8, week 12. Coming at you this week, as always, I'm your host, Mr. Richie Rich, along with...
0: MC
2: and KS. KS.
1: And since this is your regularly scheduled live uh, Clubhouse broadcast, you can find us on the Clubhouse. Uh, we do the live broadcast around 4 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday afternoons. Uh, find the club there, the Anarchist Experience... Um, or at me at riches for rich r-i-c-h-e-s the number four r-i-c-h and you can get in the club and listen to it live and participate comment maybe even depending on what you got to say that being said what is going on with
0: you guys this week uh not much um i'm excited about the uh, takeover at twitter okay elon musk buys twitter
1: what that 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 whole takeover Yeah, that thing. The lefties (laughs) up in arms about their platform being usurped, being returned to its former glory as a free speech outlet for all to get their voices heard. Was it ever a free speech outlet? I would make the contention that yes, yes, it was. And I've shared. Okay, so I've shared this on this show before. Um, Twitter started off as the free speech platform. And one of the contentions that I've made, uh, me and KS have uh, gone back and forth a little bit on this in prior episodes, uh, is that whereas it started as a free speech platform, remaining so would have alienated the vast majority of its users and would have turned it into uh, a cesspool slash troll echo chamber. um, (laughs) And that is not the market that I think Twitter was going after. So they put... Uh, regulations and terms and services in place um, that made it difficult for those groups or those individuals to run roughshod on Twitter. Now, did that take away from it being the absolute free speech platform? Yes, yes, it did. But they're a business and they have customers to serve and users, you know, to treat. And if every you know every user gets slammed by like the troll army, um, they're just not going to use that platform. And so they're, they are no longer the free speech platform. Um, and I don't want to say that's a good thing, but that's, that's the market that they choose to serve.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, if you, and, if you're, and if you want to be the free speech platform, what will inevitably happen, in my opinion, is that it will be overrun uh, by degenerates uh, because those are the people that can't get platformed anywhere else And everyone, not a degenerate, will stop using your platform. And they'll go to the ones that are more regulated, more moderated, um, to get their message out and, you know, their echo chamber there.
2: And Uh, so that's... Can I ask? Well, what's to prevent Twitter? I mean, uh, I I don't understand the technology so much behind it, but like within Facebook, you can monitor yourself who you want to have access to your stuff. So presumably if... uh, somebody behaves badly on your platform, you just exclude them and then, you know, you unfriend them. Is that something that works with Twitter?
0: Twitter is a platform designed to uh, get your message out to everybody, not just your friends. Um, Now you can do that on Facebook, but that's not really what it's designed for. So um, with Twitter, it's basically if you're a famous person and you want attention, then you get on Twitter... You get, you know, 100,000 plus followers. And whenever you send a message out, everybody gets it. Mm. Anybody who wants to. And I guess you could block people, but if you're famous, you probably don't have time to block, you know, thousands of trolls coming to your page, you know. Or the fact that
1: they sign up for multiple accounts, right? Yeah. Like you block one and they sign up 10 more.
0: So there's technical Mm. problems with having to deal with having the, uh, you know, a megaphone. You know, being in the town square, and then if there's no regulator there to keep the hecklers away or whatever, um, then you just get overrun. But, um, but that's just the the design of Twitter is is meant for your basically, it's supposed to be for your fans, as far as I'm concerned. Sure. Uh, not not so much your haters, but how do you keep the haters away? You really
1: can't because I can, if I hate someone, I can click the follow button and follow them. Yeah. Right. And then when they post, I can comment, I can get into their DMS, right. And they have mm-hmm. to block me individually. And then I create another fake account and I do it again. And then I have an army of trolls doing this all the time.
0: Yeah. And so I don't, I don't want to tell Twitter how to run their business because I, 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 don't know how they do it. I mean, they're, they're obviously pretty successful because that's where all the famous people go. Right. Um, because that's where the most people are. And it's, that's the whole Pareto principle. Again, those with the most will get more. Um, and so it's become this, uh, uh, tool of, of speech that has its own gravity, <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, and so what to do about it, um, it's it seems to me that if if there was a way to make everybody sign up with their 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 own real id because like let's say will will smith wants to say something well, everybody knows who will smith is and so he's he's going to be you know a verified person on twitter yeah um, they tried
1: that the blue check marks the verified individuals
0: right but they don't they try to exclude other people from being checkmarked yes which is backwards it should be no, if you're gonna say something controversial, everybody should know who you are. And you know, if you're going to put yourself out there, then here's your address. <laughs> you know, uh, dox yourself basically. Like, okay. Or otherwise, like don't be rude to you know people, or uh, you know don't don't become a target. You know, don't you know if if you want to put yourself out there, fine. I think that's that should be the way it works. Yeah, you know, that's not it, there should. There should be risk involved in spouting your mouth.
1: Absolutely. Point. But that also that's that is also a deterrent to free speech. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So No doubt. But what Elon Musk wants to do is have the free speech platform. Um and I'm not here's the thing. Like I'm not against that. I guess in my mind, like, good on you if that's what you want to be and that's what you want to do. My general feeling is like that's an experiment that has already been tried and it failed. And that doesn't mean I'm right? against free speech. It just which, means, go ahead. Which one, which, which one was tried and failed? Twitter being the free speech platform. That's what I'm saying. It started off as the free speech platform. It was the one place that you could go to run your mouth and spout off and say whatever you want. And in doing so, it was overrun by the trolls. Like, that's what happened. And then the Actually, regular normal users went, hey, Twitter, you're, we're overrun by trolls. You're, you're making your platform unusable for the vast majority of people who want to use it because these trolls have like undue influence in their sheer numbers and their f- fer- ferocity uh, in harassing people. And so regulations had to be put in place by Twitter, the private company, to protect the average user base. and that's." did they go overboard right are there too many regulations in place now probably right the fact checking you know the de-platforming and all that other nonsense sure um but that it was it's been a progression from when they first launched and every other place um what was the the the, uh, the other platform that popped up when facebook started banning people uh man i can't think of the name of it all of a sudden rumble or whatever I don't know if, if that was it, right? Like the, the only people that went there were, you know, the, the right-leaning um, alt-right conspiracy theorists because they're the ones that were getting deplatformed on Facebook, right? The average individual, the average American, the average Facebook user, and the vast majority of people on the left are not getting deplatformed on Facebook. They don't have to leave that platform, And therefore, they have no reason to join this up and coming platform, whatever, you know, whatever it happens to be, um, because they don't want to engage with the, you know, the trolls, the alt right, the the conservatives who are going to migrate there. And so it's a it ends up being a dual echo chamber. You have the one on the right claiming to be the free speech. We let anyone in and you can say whatever you want. Um, But the people not getting the platform don't go there. And so it remains an echo chamber for trolls. And, and that's, that's what I'm saying. That, that experiment has been tried and we know what the results are. And I don't necessarily, again, I'm not against free speech. It's just, we've seen this game played out. And if Elon Musk turns Twitter, uh, into, you know, the, the troll echo chamber, right. Then a competitor will pop up. The lefties will migrate over to the new one where it's more regulated, more moderated and their voices aren't stifled. Um, and Twitter will will be what any other one coming up would would turn into, which is the yeah. troll echo chamber.
0: And and I I'm not going to assume that that Elon wants to turn it into a troll factory. Um, I think there's a lot of fear about that, but I I think it's uh because Twitter has become politicized. You know, Facebook also yes, uh, YouTube also. Um, I think that. I think there is a way to do it rationally. Okay. Like uh, obvious things like calls to violence against uh, Twitter users. Obviously you wouldn't want that on your, your platform, you know? (laughs) And, uh, but there's other things that could be done, like making sure that anybody who's on there is a verified user, um, and is, is held responsible for, uh, the stuff that they say. So, um, so yeah I think I think it can be depoliticized and also improved and made more safe and made into a better town square, uh, more civilized maybe okay um, and we'll just have to see what uh, Elon and his AI come up with because you know I think we have the tools now, and I think it's just a matter of getting uh, the right people with the right mindset to Uh, help help manage it (laughs) okay
1: and i i guess i am less trusting of elon because he himself is a troll um and he keeps in all of the tweets leading up to his like declaration that he's gonna buy or that he's already bought like nine percent of the stock or whatever was that we need a free speech platform and that free speech is too important and so you know so we need something where you can you can go out there without the fear of being censored, without the fear of being stifled, and just say what you want. And then that's, you know. So I, if I'm jumping to conclusions, fine. I think it's a safe assumption um, that that's what his intentions is to do um, if he gets full control over Twitter. Which, oddly enough, they're, like, working like hell to prevent that from happening, which is a whole nother, uh interesting um line to take this story right like he's like my he so he buys like nine percent of the company right they they get him on the board of directors to you know to in a in a in an attempt to prevent a hostile takeover he goes nah i don't really want to be on the board of directors Then he goes like i'm buying the whole goddamn thing here's my final offer and they go well your offer is rejected and not only that um the what the, the new headlines was We're going to invoke like the poison pill. We're going to tank our own stock prices by diluting it, um, by diluting the amount of stock available so that Elon Musk doesn't have as much control uh, or that the other stockholders are able to, you know, uh, purchase up the uh, more shares cheap so that Elon Musk can't have that uh, total control that he was looking for.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're still going to have to wait and see how things play out. Um, sure obviously obviously there's there's people who are against what he's he's about and that's um whatever um i i still think like if if the the people at twitter are so worried you know they could do what they want elon to do well just make your own company um i think it's interesting that there is actually a fight over twitter okay um
1: well okay so here's the other thing then why is the onus on them to make their own company they already have Twitter like Elon's the one who wants to change things. Isn't the onus on him to compete, you know, yeah, it should, in it an should open marketplace.
0: Be. But as, as we, we now see, um, Twitter is a publicly traded company. So there's multiple ways of doing it. You know, you, uh, Twitter is actually up for sale, you know? <laughs> so why not do it that way if you can? Um, so I think, I think it's a, I think it's a genius move. I think it's a, it's probably the right thing to do at this point. Okay. Um, Does it need
1: to be someone like Elon to do that? Like are uh, are we beholden to him, you know, with his great wealth and and, uh, risk-taking attitude where no, no one else is going to compete
0: with Twitter, right? Well, it's, it's actually not that it's not a, it's not a risk. I don't think. Um, well, he's putting up
1: billions of dollars. I mean, p- small potatoes to him, but there's yeah, yeah it's
0: it, that's the thing. It's small potatoes, and he's not likely to lose any money. Okay, I mean his his shares are up already since this happened, so <laughs> it's like he's he's already making money. So, um, yeah, lo- low risk, and but I think a lot of it is uh, not not just the the uh, money part of it or or, or owning the platform or whatever. It's, it's, uh, it's creating a, a story or narrative that, that needs to be heard. You know, that, uh, is, is free speech important? It's like, sure. And, and uh, so it's, it's kind of like when the, when the AMC thing happened with, with the, with the stock, you know, skyrocketing. Okay. It was a good thing for it to happen just because now, now more people can understand how the stock market works or doesn't work. It's, it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's make, it's making its own story. And, and now people are learning how to, how shorts work in the stock market and, and, uh, and how things work. So that's great. And, and so, so now with all this, with all this focus on Twitter, now we're seeing who actually owns Twitter. It's like, well, the Saudis own a big chunk of it somehow, you know? Cause it's publicly traded. They just, they, they were right. buying and no one cared. <laughs> Cause who cares? And, and so how much control does the Saudi have over who gets to talk on that platform? You know, that's something that needs to be talked about.
1: Okay. Ironically, I would assume that if the Saudis were in that much control, um, a lot of the leftist propaganda would be eradicated from the platform. Like I don't, I don't um, see the, I don't see the Saudis as being all that sympathetic to the leftist causes. In my well, opinion, it's, it's not,
0: Look, this, the the Saudis don't really care what people do in Hollywood. I okay. don't think, you know, they've got their country, and, and whatever we're doing over in Hollywood uh, doesn't really affect them. You know, they okay <laughs> they can still uh, you know prevent women from driving if they want. You know, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't seem it, like that doesn't seem like that
1: line of thinking jives with the you know what what usually goes up on Twitter. And if they really I know, want but. Control.
0: But if if you look at it a different way, if if they think that uh, people in the U.S. behaving badly and immor- immorally will hurt the U.S. in the long run, then that's go go ahead, you know, be weird. In fact, okay. they'll you could even encourage it, like go crazy, destroying yourselves, destroying your your country, and they'll be over there doing their thing, you know, making all the money off of all <laughs> of all okay. the people, just you know. <laughs> just just the amount of sellouts in the, in the U S that's, that's what's going to uh, be the downfall. You know, it's the ones that give up on their, their culture, their, their rational <laughs> thinking and just, you know, okay. let the, let the crazy leftist government tell them what's good for them. You know, it's, it's kind of it's kind of like what's going in, on in China right now. It's like, okay, yeah, go ahead. Lock down Shanghai, <laughs> you know, <laughs> See how that works out for you, you know? It's going to be terrible for them. Well, it's going to be um, terrible but, for the citizens, not necessarily the government. But there's people in, in the U.S. that that are encouraging that type of behavior. And once in the U.S. also, but, um, yeah. I don't know. I just... I hear what you're saying, and I guess w- when it comes to, like,
1: the Saudis or any other, I'm going to say, Islamic state there seems to be a desire to like convert the planet um, as part of like the, the, their mission. Right.
0: I don't it's know like if it's, it's, if, if they're, if it's going to work out that way though, it's, it's more like um they're, they're doing it for themselves and uh, that, you know, they do have that belief that, that, you know, everybody's going to, convert to be Muslim and 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 the Muslim religion already is the biggest religion in the world. So, um, you know, in that regard, their, their prophecy has already come true. Okay. So,
1: yeah, I just, I don't know. Well, okay. So what do you do when you've let like the leftists run rampant for so long and then you come in and try to conquer them,
0: right? Like you you should have stifled that shit earlier on. I, I don't think so the biggest enemy of the left is the left. They're, they're going to, they're already doing it. They're on the path to uh, losing hugely in the, in the upcoming elections and self-destruction. Yeah. It's because it's absolutely absurd. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so there's eventually there's a, you know, a push in the opposite direction. And so if that, if that opposite direction is extreme, uh, religious, you know, right, or, you know, Muslim religion or whatever, um, that could happen. So I'm not saying it
1: will. Yeah, I, I don't think it will either. It just seems, I guess what I'm saying is it seems counterproductive to their ultimate end goal. Um, I guess, in my narrow perspective, right? They, they don't let women drive, but here's a free speech platform. Well, where, the, where they'll let any number of crazies like pitch their agenda with and, and stifle the actual opposition that they probably have more common ground with
0: traditional values, whatever that term means to you. Right. Yeah. And I, and I wouldn't call them, they're definitely not tradition. They're, they're Eastern values, not, not Western. So, um, I don't think they, I, th- I don't think they care about the West. Okay. I think how, however it gets destroyed, they're happy with, <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> so not, not a conversion of the West, but just an absolute destruction of the West and,
0: well, you what? destroy the values, and then eventually they'll they'll have to come back for them at some point. And if and if the Muslims are the only ones left, then then that's that.
1: Okay, all right,
2: fair enough. Chaos, does that kind of answer?
0: Yeah,
1: your- I think
2: there's a logic to that. That they're only focused in uh, when the media criticizes Saudi Arabia, and then then it becomes worth making an issue about it. Notice Saudi Arabia never took a hit after nine eleven, even though all the Attackers were Saudis. Yeah, what's up um, with that? Yeah, but one thing that really amazes me about this whole thing is all those trollers out there. What what percentage of the population just likes spewing pornographic, hostile hatred? <laughs> I mean, I I've been on these. Uh, you know, when Zoom first came into common use and meetings were open, there were I was amazed at how in, in, incredibly vicious and pathetic, I guess pathetic is probably the better word. Uh, the the diatribes and 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 attacks and and all that sort of stuff just just vicious hatred comes out of people's fingertips and typing in their stuff on these things. Now, how much of it is it out there? Is it just one or two people who've just uh, uh, are, are just crazies, or is it that? Is it a very large part of anybody's uh, um, impulse to to want to disrupt um, and say vicious? I mean, does everybody have Tourette syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> so so oddly enough,
1: um, Tourette's is apparently contagious now. I don't know if you. <laughs> no, I'm. You're laughing, but this was like this was a real story. Um, people on TikTok or you know younger people on tiktok watching influencers tiktok performers whatever you want to call it that had tourette's started developing tourette's of their own and they weren't sure why and i don't think they're sure why yet are they faking it is it you well, know maybe, is it having an maybe effect
2: on their mental on their mental state like that maybe that kind of behavior is within everybody's every person's capacity it's just that most people suppress it they have suppressors on but when they see it acted out by others it perhaps um relaxes the suppressors yeah See what i'm saying
1: yeah it makes it okay uh, oddly, oddly enough like i'm not i'm not even going to you know contend that i'm immune from this um in in a mm-hmm. convers in a private conversation last night you know uh, i was asked like you know i i didn't you know someone made the suggestion like I didn't think you would do that, right? I mean, whatever we were talking about. And I said, I've done a lot less out of spite, right? Like, I, you know, I've I've done worse things, you know, self-harmful things just to spite other people, you know, like knowing full well that it wasn't going to be a good idea or a good thing. But, you know, fuck it, right? So it's definitely within the realm of human capacity and human capability, I don't think I'm alone. I don't, I probably suppress it more online, uh, probably more so than I used to. I don't know if I've got, I don't know if I've matured with age at all. Um, I just find better things to do, right? Like I can, I can go on Facebook and, you know, troll a whole bunch of people if I wanted to. Um, I've, I've lost countless number of friends, uh, f- quote unquote friends on Facebook just by, you know, having heated discussions and debates with them, um, over however much time. Right. And like I don't care like, okay, one down, you know, chalk it up as a victory. Cause they couldn't handle the truth. And I'm sure that a lot of the, I'm sure that a lot of the trolls, um, feel that way, right? Like the, the, the Trump derangement syndrome works on both sides of that coin. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, shared this story here before, like there was, there was a dude that used to come to the local meetups here, right. Who was, you know, so hardcore Trump that he believed that there was going to be the resurgence that, you know, they were going to, there were, the proof was going to be found. The 4d mm-hmm. 8d chess was going to manifest like all of the Q conspiracy theorists. He was like, he believed it. Right. And one of the, you know, so talking with him, like, I want to hear the crazy that you have to say, like, I'm sitting here, no judgment. I just want to hear it because I want to know what you people are thinking. Right. And then like the only question I had for him was like, what will you say if, and when like you were proven to be wrong and they 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 can't fathom that. Right. There was no like, well, we just move on. No, it was, it was all part of the master plan. We're like, oh no! This this is still part of the master plan. There's still going to be a resurgence, right? <clears throat> and then after you know, after nothing came of it, um, you know, the January sixth to April whatever, uh, you know, whatever happened. I don't remember all the dates uh, exactly. Like I just, I just haven't seen him at any of the groups, right? He just stopped coming, right? Tucked tail, head hung in shame, perhaps couldn't couldn't live in a world where where QAnon was wrong. <laughs> but that whole thing was a troll. Like that whole, that whole setup was just trolling people on the right.
0: I I watched a video last night about, um, you know, psychology, but, um, people have this thing in their brain that, that for some people, or maybe most, I don't know. Um, but it's what I, it's, it's what I've said for a long time. It's like people believe what they want to believe. And so you have these tendencies to want to believe uh, certain things and don't know really why. Um, And you can break them up into left-leaning ideas or right-leaning ideas or whatever. But people basically pick one or the other and, and things generally align with that want to believe. And so if you see something that is in line with what you want to believe, all you need is a sliver of evidence and then, that's enough for you because you want to believe it. You found yeah. some yeah. evidence and that's enough. And then that's just what you believe. You want to believe it. There's a little bit of uh, uh, supporting evidence. And then your brain takes the easy way out and says, this must be the truth. Yeah. Um, And to varying degrees, some people are, I, I, what I would say is just extremely la- lazy about that. Yeah. They will only look at things and only validate things in their brain that is in alignment with what they want to believe. Now I am susceptible to that too. Everybody is, um, but to varying degrees. right? Yeah. I, so, it's,
1: it's similar, similar line of thinking, but you know, off topic a little bit. I, I saw a meme uh, earlier today uh, before coming on the air. And the meme basically said like uh, boys will pick a favorite sports team at age 11 and then let that make them mad for the rest of their life, <laughs> right? Ks, <Chaos. laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> for no reason. Well, right? and, and actually, they don't pick the, the the sports team. They do so because their dad was a fan of that sports team and then that chooses that decides it for the rest of them maybe my, my dad's a packers
1: fan and i've never i've rarely ever cheered for the packers and that's not my team uh, <laughs> but for whatever reason like you picked it you stick with it and then that's it and then you just you know ah oh, they, they lost again so yeah i mean again it, it's a little off topic but same idea right you you pick the belief and then that's it you you're never changing from that right and then you just seek right. out evidence to support it um, or get upset or block out, or you know, the cognitive distance, you right. ignore anything to the contrary.
0: Yeah. And that's, and that's part of the problem is it, it seeing information that is counter to what you want to believe creates an, an emotional response, not just like, is it true or not? It's, yes. It, it it creates something inside of you that, that uh, it's not, it's not easy to look past.
1: You know? That's why we now have trigger warnings for those folks. Sure. You're about to, you're about to c- encounter something that is in opposition to your core beliefs. You're mm-hmm. about to get emotional about it. You've been warned. Why do we need that? Just fucking man up. Face it.
0: Yeah. And so then, then you pick something uh, like uh, coronavirus that is automatically going to trigger a certain amount of the population into, into fear. And it's, I don't know if it's a coin toss or what, but there's a lot of, you know, really intelligent people out there that just picked fear, just picked, well, this is what I want to believe, I guess. Yeah. That this is the, this is the thing we have to fear now. And that, and that's all it is. And, and what's funny to me is all those people are now on the ukraine bandwagon oh this is the thing now that you have to fear just immediately just just hop from one to the other <laughs> it's like, yeah wow really like and you and and these people don't see it like they don't
1: <laughs> yeah and, and and when the guidelines and the science was like on their side right it was follow the science listen listen to the cdc they like they they know what's best and then they slowly but surely like walked some of that stuff back. It's like, well, you know, maybe you don't have to stand six feet away, and well, maybe you don't have to wear the mask anymore. And was their response to like accept the new guidelines? No, it's like I'm, I i do not trust. I'm, I'm keeping my mask on because I know that's what's keeping me safe. Right? I'm never not going to be wearing my face mask and whatever again, even even though the signs changed, right? The, the CDC changed their guidelines. It's weird uh, li- listening to left-leaning podcasts, right, who for years at this point was like, follow the science, listen to the science, you know, wear your mask, you got to do this everywhere, done, you know, all these people throwing fits on a plane, and now all of a sudden they're like, yeah, Corona's pretty much over. It's over. Like, no one, no one cares, do what you want. It's like, really? I don't remember hearing that. Like, that's, you know, the the media has moved on. Obviously, um, but it's it's still around. people are still getting it there's still outbreaks, you know um, so I forget what's those uh, uh, oh man, I'm not even going to try to guess, but some state was like you know reintroducing the mask mandates again because they had a, a severe outbreak. It's still there they just they just they've been worn out to the point where they're finally where we were a couple of years ago, and that's just, it's it's here it's here to stay you know, live with it or don't kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the changing changing their position so quickly um or you know not not necessarily changing their position but giving giving in even though the science hasn't necessarily changed because they've just been worn down. And others who again I I've, I I've never not I'm never taking my mask off.
0: I, I don't I don't necessarily think they've been worn down. I think uh it's just changed. They want to they want to worry about something else now. So
1: Okay. Either that's, way That's the yeah. Ukraine thing. Fair enough. <laughs> Mo- Again, the me- the media moved on, and they—I guess—you are saying they moved on with it.
0: And and isn't it uh, a coincidence that this Ukraine thing is happening uh, right after the Afghan war war was uh, drawn down? It's like perfect timing, right? <laughs> I mean, I w- uh, hmm. <laughs> I would
1: probably be more agreeable to that if it wasn't Russia who like started the Ukraine thing.
0: No, they see. That's the misconception: is that oh, Russia okay. started it. This started in what was it, twenty fourteen? Mm-hmm. The overthrow of the president of uh, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there was a pro Russia guy in there, and there was a, a U.S. CIA-backed overthrow of their president. You know, just like you know we do everywhere else. <laughs> okay. And so that was the real start of it, and so I think. What happened is, okay, so now we uh, we end afghan the afghan war that 's a signal to Russia, like, okay, now what are they going to do okay so so Russia said, well, if we 're going to have a war we 're going to do it in ukraine okay, so
1: preemptive defensive strike on sure. russia 's part okay yeah huh.
0: but it, but this is but it's been a long you know it 's been in the works for a long time but Um, I
1: get it. But I guess in my mind, what set it off was the invasion of Ukraine by Russian military. Sure.
0: I mean, that's right Right up until that uh, part.
1: It was political and, you know, uh, you know, in, in, in discourse mm -hmm. at the, at the, yeah. Well, at any time,
0: it, 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 at any time up until then it was preventable and could, could have been walked back. Right. But that's not in the, uh, ethos of the, the 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 u.n. yeah not the u.n. nato's uh nato's goals so for the last couple of years it has been russia 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 they're the enemy publicly announced it that russia is the enemy now um and so that's that's what led up to it okay i
1: i i believe you i hear you i'm just i'm still i'm still trying to make that mental connection in my brain that the u.s went like well we're getting out of afghanistan better go check on ukraine now and the russian went like fuck that we're going in first <laughs> yeah but that's what yeah, it sounds that's, like
0: that's to me that's basically i mean i'm 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 adding on the the Afghans, afghanistan thing yeah only because it didn't seem like it was ever going to end all of a sudden you know the the guy that gets elected president was the guy that was all up in Ukraine with their politics. Okay. Um, so he's, he's the guy. I think that's probably why he was pushed so hard to be president was because he was the one that was going to do the Ukraine thing.
1: Ah, oh, wow, man, that is, that is an angle. That is a conspiracy angle that I can get behind. <laughs> yeah, but I've I not, mean, I've we- not
0: considered it, but the way, you know, Go on. But, but you, you, you do know that, I mean, he's, uh, him and Hunter Biden were, were, yeah, all yeah. up in the conspiracy. I mean, it's not, cons- it's a conspiracy fact. They were, they were conspiring in U- Ukraine. Yeah. There was yeah. six billion on the billion board of directors dollars, for the
1: energy companies and all that. Six billion dollars.
0: Of, yeah. you, you know, U.S. taxpayer money sent to manipulate their, their political landscape. Yeah. And, and he had, he had legit control. He even admitted it, you know, on, on TV, like, Hey, I told him to fire this guy and he did like, Whoa, really? <laughs> so who's the real, you know, who's the real president of, of Ukraine? Is it Biden? You know, at least okay. it was, I don't, I don't think Biden's all together with it anymore, but, um, but I think he was, you know, the, the CIA's guy, like, it's, he, it's amazing
1: the, that you, it's amazing that the Ukraine, that Ukraine slash Russia conflict, is so important that they would like alter the trajectory of the presidency to make sure that that conflict takes place. Um, right? Like we we can't just me. do this. Yeah. We have to get the president in first so that we can do this.
0: I mean, they have a short list of people who who would who would do it for them. You know, Hillary okay. is probably on that list. Barack is on that list. Well, yeah, because it happened while well, you know the the whole. You know, first episode of Ukraine happened while while uh, Biden was VP. Right. So, yeah, they they they're all in on it. Um, whether or not they care that much themselves personally, I don't really know. But um, you know, I that's why that's where I think you know the deep state really is in, in control. Okay. I again, fascin- fascinating to think
1: about because it's like, all right, we got to who are we going to use to make this Ukraine thing happen? throw biden up there he can beat trump right and then sure yeah all
0: right i mean with with a little bit of help from the the controlled media and oh yeah um, totally cheated russia gate and all that stuff (laughs) totally cheated
1: like i've i i don't i wouldn't even call that like a conspiracy
2: totally cheated
1: um my my contention like at the beginning of the election and you know i know we're not in total agreement on this was like trump should have just
0: cheated harder he predicted it. He knew what was coming. Yeah. Just cheat yeah. harder.
2: And but it's he's politics. he's
0: never been he's never been uh that close with the deep state or or the media. Yeah. He's he's and that's the thing like when he first got elected he went to the cia and said like look i'm not against you guys you know basically just don't kill me i just want to be president <laughs> like do whatever you got to do okay. just like, let me do my thing
1: and they said we'll give you one term and then you're out cuz we got to move forward with this fucking <laughs> I, ukraine thing we can't wait another 4 years
0: i don't think no they they never stopped they never actually let up that's that's the weird thing you know it's like they they there's i think the you know leftism has uh taken over at the deep state, they, you know, they believe I think they believe that Trump was is the the worst person ever and and they don't ever look at themselves, you know. <laughs> of course we have to overthrow Ukraine and 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 put nukes in Ukraine because we're the good guys, <laughs>
2: you know. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, and it certainly means big military contracts, you know, uh on all sides. Yeah,
1: it's a it's definitely a follow the money thing. I just I have so much trouble wrapping my head around that um, because for me personally, if I had that much wealth, you would never hear about me ever again.
0: Yeah. And, and I, I don't, it's not just wealth. These, these people, they're control freaks. I get it. And that's, that's the disconnect for me, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Like once you have all the money, Mm -hmm. then what else is there? Well, it's power and control.
0: Right. Yeah, but for them, it was always power and control. The money is just something that comes along with it. Okay. And that's, and again, that's disconnect. Like, I, I don't want power.
1: I don't want control. I just, I just want enough money to be left alone. And then I'm disappearing. Like, if I got, if I got, if I got to that point, like, poof, gone. <laughs> right? I'm just done. Buy everything cash or crypto
2: and it just exists wherever I happen to be and no one would know. Well, but in a way, I think you're a gamer. You like games, right? Yeah, I do. If you, um, what would you do if you dropped out? You'd probably play some games. Well, for these guys, this is the game. And it's a pretty exciting game, you know, with a lot uh, of challenge and and, uh, risk. Uh, I, I would guess that that's in a bit the psyche behind Musk and, Bezos and Branson and others, uh, yeah. you know, the money isn't uh, really the object. Retirement isn't their object. Uh, stepping aside and, and relaxing at a Hawaii beach isn't their object. Their object is to get the thrill from the game, the the rush from the game. And this is the game. And there's nothing better for a rush than a real game. Right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, ga- you guys are gamers, so you know Yeah. much more of that.
0: that that's a big, that's a, a real big part of it, and and that's why I've, I've said a couple of times uh, that everything has been basically gamified. And there's people that just love the game. You know, they the, uh, it doesn't really matter what the rules are, as long as they have ever increasing complicated rules to play with, or to you know find loopholes for. And so they you know the control freaks they, they love this IRS system. You know, like, oh look it's it's grown it's grown another five hundred thousand pages this year great fantastic like (laughs) that's the game and they love it and it's ridiculous and it's inefficient but that's uh, i can definitely see that with elon musk right like one one thing i believe
1: about elon um is that i believe that he believes that this is actually a simulation that he's playing in
0: i don't think so what the way i view it is he's a serial productive person he just wants to produce and accomplish as much as he can and he thinks he's doing it for the good of humanity, and so and that's pretty much it like i I can't explain it any other way than that. you know I think he thinks he's a good guy, I, I think he is. I think he's probably doing the right things. Um, we still have to figure out whether his AI or somebody else's AI is going to kill us all but <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we, you know we don't know what's going to happen with that you know okay. that he's he's making some robots um. There's plenty of movies about that, <laughs> you know, Terminator or iRobot or, you know, take your pick. Yep. There's, a, there's a whole bunch of them out there. Um, but whether he does Defense that, Odyssey. whether he does it or not, it's going to, it's going to happen. And so, you know, as far as people I trust, I, it's out of all the people that are doing AI, I, I trust Elon the most. Interesting. Um, yeah, on. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan and Okay. Uh, He's, he's also shown uh, competence as far as, you know, I used to think he was a a total lefty, you know, like, oh, we got to have these electric cars to save the planet. And then he comes out and says, you know, I'm not really against CO2. You know, it's CO2 is plant food. And that, that's a more recent thing. And I don't know if that's him changing or not, or acknowledging, you know, but so there you go. Okay. So CO2 isn't bad. Why are we doing electric cars? Well, cause eventually we're going to run out of oil and that's probably true. Yeah. Maybe not in a hundred years or a thousand years, but it, you know, it'll happen and we probably should switch to something that is renewable. Now, I don't think it should be solar panels. You know, I think it should be nukes, but you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, he's definitely in the forefront of moving a lot of things forward. Mm-hmm. So, and, and in the right direction and, and for the right reasons, you know, there's people that wanna capture CO two from the atmosphere and lock it up in concrete or something. It's like, no, don't do that. It's plant food. <laughs> okay. Know?
1: Yeah, I hear you. I just as as much as I like some of the things that he's done, um, the you you can't give him like the full libertarian free market cred because he's also taken oh no. some of the
0: handouts. And that's why I always say he's not a libertarian. He's just a yeah. serial productive, okay. accomplisher. He just wants to accomplish as much as he can, and for whatever the direction he he thinks is for the good of humanity. Okay. And so ultimate, ultimately, he says, "Well, for the you know, we're going to have to leave the planet," and that's that's his his goal. And and for him, it's like, "Oh, well, that's what what's cooler than a spaceship?" You know? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing, as far as I, you know, he's concerned. <laughs>
1: I hear you and there's there's talk about, you know, human beings being a multiplanetary species and that's the only way to propagate cuz you know, when the big one hits, when that unavoidable dinosaur asteroid hits again, um, you know, if you want humans to survive, they can't be here when it happens. And what I um was it last week? Last week Sunday, maybe the Sunday before, like on Free Talk Live, we were, you know, talked about just that very thing. It was like, you know, the it's uh it's unavoidable. You know, we're we when when the asteroid or meteor or whatever is like heads towards Earth, um, we are not going to have enough time to mount a defensive,
0: right? It's well, just going to hit. I would, say, I would say we don't know that yet, you know, if, if, if by the time that we are able to colonize a planet on, next to another star, we might actually have the technology to defend Earth. Maybe you know say, like, well we don't really know yet like we we'll just have to get there but apparently think there's, there's a probably, lot floating around that's just barely the, missing the, i think there's multiple uh ways to have a feature not not just one you know
1: go on like yeah, uh, so again the multi defending defend,
0: okay. defending the earth is is still an option okay it shouldn't be the only one you know but as far as saying you know earth is doomed okay maybe in a billion years when the sun expands but maybe we'll learn to harness the sun's energy when it expands and keep it from expanding. You know, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe we can make, uh, you know, a new sun and just take earth with us.
1: All right. I, and you know, uh, the, the transhumanist people, the anarcho transhumanists, like, I don't know if I would give myself that label, but I would, I definitely wouldn't mind being around when we
2: figured all that out. I transhumanist. Does that mean that, that you're, you're, whole personality has gone into a machine and lives forever is that what you mean
1: <sighs> that's good enough for this conversation like it, it's basically you know what the what humans evolve into going forward um and what you know the you know the, the debate on human consciousness and what does that even mean i go you know and something uh, a friend asked me is like you know do do you want to be like a machine i go like i want to live forever if you got, if you got to put like my consciousness in a machine or in a computer to like make that happen,
0: like I will totally be the lawnmower man. I, I think one of the things that Elon Musk is working on is the human brain interface into a machine. And yeah. my, my worry about that is, well, if everybody's got this, you know, supercomputer in their head, eventually everybody will just become the supercomputer. You know, all the, all everybody's brain will be interfacing with everybody else's brain and will become the Borg or whatever, you know, and high flight. Yeah, the hive mind, and and so if if nobody has any individuality anymore, you know, does it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you
1: know, ah, and then then we'll all make up the matrix, and then there'll be the one Agent Smith, <laughs> right? Sure, and the, sure. the a Neo who like wants out of it because they just they think differently within that hive mind.
0: Mm-hmm. And then we'll create a simulation that we can play Jesus. to see which one to see which one is better.
2: Yeah, and there then one. there will be a troll. That's messing it all up, right,
1: <laughs> and this is that simulation that Elon Musk lives in, and he and maybe, knows it and,
0: and maybe Elon Musk is the one
1: <laughs> again I, I w- within that context, I believe that he believes it <laughs> <laughs> sure right? I, he he operates he seems to want to operate like outside the realm of all human. Constructs, mm-hmm. right? Like I want to do this, and then he just figures out a way and goes and does it,
0: right? Right. And and if this is a game, then he's playing it, right? Right. And if or the, maybe he's got cheat codes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and and if the SEC goes like, "Hey, Elon, you're not allowed to do that," he goes, "Yeah, whatever. Do it anyway." Right. Because that that was part of the Twitter thing, right? Going right. back to that was you know, he he failed to disclose his purchasing properly. And everyone goes, like, ah, Elon. You oh, no. would have, you know, should have. He should have disclosed it like twelve days late. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> we go, oh no! But they're up in arms, and Elon's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah.
2: Well, so he what he got into trouble with them because he disclosed his nine percent ownership too late. Too late. <sighs> Apparently, you
1: are supposed to disclose when you when you um, own no. over five percent of, of oh. a corporation. Oh, and so he hit that five percent limit. And then sat on it for 12 days. And he tweeted out all this stuff about, you know, hey, does like, do you think we need like a free speech platform? Do you think, you know, if Twitter's not going to do it, do you, you, maybe we should like start our own? And it was like, oh, what is Elon doing? He's planning something. And then like 12 days later, he goes like, boom, 9% stake of Twitter. Like I own it now. I'm on the board of directors. They got to listen to me. I'm having a meeting. Everyone's surrounded by Elon, right? So it's, is it a violation? Sure. How much does it matter? I don't know. Does Elon care? Definitely not.
0: And what are they going to do? What difference does 12, 12 days make except for the rule was broken. And that's what I'm saying. That there's the control freaks that have made the rules and they just love playing by them. And, and, and and somehow they think they're going to win because uh, they've got all these rules. And, and most of the rules are just uh, completely useless.
1: Yeah. Well, what the the difference that it would make was if he had disclosed it sooner, it could have affected the price before he was able to buy that additional four percent,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And then other people could have made um, financial decisions twelve days sooner uh, because they were playing by the rules, mm-hmm. right? Like they they were financially affected one way or the other, sure, uh, by Elon breaking the rules mm-hmm. and. It's it's hard to say that that's fair, right? Like that's not fair. We're, well, <laughs> we're over here playing by the rules. Elon breaks the rules, and I. But the, I the whole point
0: is the, the rules are ridiculous, uh, and oh, they please. can be broken, and they and and they they are continually. Um, and it's just a matter, especially in the case of the politicians and insider trading and stuff like that. Um, you know, are are you going to be punished for breaking the rules? You know, and so. Yeah, yeah the the rules are the rules are stupid if you're if you're playing by them you're stupid too <laughs> fair i mean as far as like as as long as you can is if you can break the rules and get away with it then good <laughs> you know? for it's for, only wrong it's only wrong if you get caught and actually it's probably still not wrong it's just that you got caught <laughs> <laughs> for the
1: record then i don't i don't have a problem with uh
0: the concept of insider trading right? Oh, no, nobody should like because it's it's pervasive it's, it's not stop it's unstoppable you cannot stop insider trading from happening well it's mm-hmm. it's and not so you only should, go ahead you should trade trade as if everybody else is doing that and basically and so I, I really love uh warren buffett's uh quote and he said you know you shouldn't trade a stock unless you are an insider
1: okay mm-hmm. the, and and to me that makes sense right yeah you said it mm-hmm. uh, k as you said it's pervasive um for me it's it it's more along the lines of like information disparity is always going to be a thing. Sure. Right.
2: So you pay the fee to get the access to the information because it's worthwhile to you. <laughs> sure. If that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. But, or you become a politician. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and some people do. exempt from all the insider trading rules.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and again, that's, I'm sure that's what some people do, but it's, it's, you know, someone always, someone always knows more um, than someone else. In like in a given trade or transaction, right? There's the 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 idea of perfect information, um, is folly to me, right? So you 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 make your decisions based off whatever information you have, and if you don't feel like you have you know all the information you need or proper information, well then you know don't pull the trigger on that trade or pay the fee to get the information, um, or do something else, right? Like th- this right is not for you if that's, if that's your mentality.
0: Do you want to, uh, read off the headlines or how close are we?
1: Yeah, we're like, uh, like a minute away from the end. So if you want, I can read off the headlines if you just want to like, you know. Yeah, do we'll sp- do that and then we'll. Speed
2: round of headlines.
0: Then we'll see you next week.
2: All right. And one headline you'll note is that about 8.5% inflation. Am I going to note that? Uh, for next week.
1: Okay. Well then save that one for next week. Um. Yeah. Here's my headlines for this week. Headline: CNN slams libertarian children's books, causing sales to surge. Don't. <laughs> so really? so for yeah. so for you that fans, was the, the Tuttle twins. Yeah, and Tuttle's went up good. Yeah, <laughs> and they, they even had, the had like they had a fifty percent they had a fifty percent off coupon code like CNN from the day after this hit the news. It was amazing. So how so. How to get Jonathan Gullible to raise the ire of leftist mainstream media. <laughs> yeah. That's that's like your homework assignment now. Uh, headline, human smugglers used social media to recruit American teens to drive migrants from the Mexican border, enticing them with large payouts and promises that they won't face criminal charges. Uh, headline, here's another Biden thing for you. ATF's new ghost gun rules are as clear as mud. Mud. The ATF used a lot of words that invite lawsuits and leave industry insiders baffled. Uh, that was part of Biden's, Biden's speech. Did you see that? He got, he got pooped on by a, <laughs> uh, a rogue pigeon, went to shake yeah. a ghost's hand at the end. of Oh, man, it was...
0: Yeah. He's a gaff machine, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: And finally, headline, if you have problems trusting, you will have problems living a life of freedom. That was a longer one. So if you're interested in like a long read... Uh, go ahead and pick that one up. Um, where where are these posted? Uh, on the telegram. T.me slash anarchist experience or t.me slash the anarchist experience. So did any of those jump out at you? Should I should I save one? Do we want to lead off next week with one of those fascinating headlines or just see what we got?
0: I, we probably should do the Tuttle Twin twins one just because Okay. Remind me that
1: next week and we will we will make sure to hit that headline uh, in the next episode.
0: And then we'll talk about inflation too, because that's going to be hitting everybody.
1: Oh, geez. Don't that—that's man. That is like currently
2: so, my biggest so, fear. Yeah, and just beginning. I am sure the eight and a half percent is just the start. Yeah, I I remember like I've been,
1: I was I I petitioned for a raise at my job at the beginning of the COVID lockdowns, and I have been denied ever since. And I remember having a conversation with my boss um and she goes you know rich you're like the only one that cares about this like no one else talks <laughs> to us about money at all <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. i'm like um I, that's probably because i'm the only one fucking paying attention
0: right you know? um i i really think as far as people in the u.s goes uh most people don't want to think about it um they're they're just going through life thinking oh everything will be okay and worst case scenario the government will pay for my health care and I'll get on food stamps
1: yeah good luck
0: that's and so it, basically what it comes down to people are not greedy enough people are not people are not self interested enough that's it's not even about greed it's just self interest um yeah that's Who's not not self interested
1: enough the, indiv- the individual
0: uh, individuals when when they're when they're thinking about their relationship between their 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 work their their uh, employment, um, and their economic well being. They they're not self interested enough. Okay, they will do things like try to penny pinch save money. Um, they'll be extremely frugal or economic. Um, but as far as, uh, trying to get more money, um, they they think there's this idea. I think it comes from leftism. Is is that uh, money is evil and it's not the most important thing. But okay. it's, it's the way the world works and people should be trying to get the most they can. If, yeah. Basically, if everybody else around them is trying to get more money, that makes it easier for you to get more money because <laughs> you know it's like it pushes everything up instead of down.
1: Well, and that's what I tried to do. Like, as soon as I heard that, you know, when, when one of my coworkers like, called me, I'm like, hey, here's an idea. I think we need to all start asking for more money. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they're not going to give me more money. Exactly. And uh, It still hasn't worked, so we'll see.
2: Maybe a way to approach that was advise them on how to increase their revenue. You know, you know
1: if you we could, we can talk about this. Let, let's wrap the show, and then I'll. I'll yeah. We can talk more about this because it's it's your advice is correct, um, and I've tried it. So we'll see. Um, final thoughts. No thanks. All right, that'll do it for us. You guys know where to find us: anarchistexperience dot com on Telegram t dot me slash anarchistexperience or t.me slash TheAnarchistExperience. And if you would like to contribute to this show financially, you can do so through Patreon, patreon.com slash TheAnarchistExperience. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Peace. Aloha.